Welcome to the first episode of an Athletic Life podcast. I'm your host, Shneef, along with co-host Travis, and our very first guest, Hunter Lipke. How's it going, Shneef and Travis? Hunter, you just finished up your final season at NDSU. Two weeks out of a national championship appearance, you guys finished 12-3. and three. Take us through the process. How are you feeling after the season? Obviously, I was pretty bummed not being able to finish my, my senior season, but, uh, you know, just being there with the guys... Uh, being able to still go to the meetings and be in there for practice and the game, or the games, I should say. Uh, it was still pretty special just to end my senior season in Frisco. Obviously, it wasn't the outcome that we wanted, but just having those extra time with teammates was really beneficial for me. Uh, as of late, just been rehabbing my shoulder and uh, lifting weights with Kramer, trying to get right for these next couple of months. So people always say that NDSU reloads. They always talk about reloading, bringing in new guys to help the team and the dynasty grow, right? How do you think being in the playoffs for so long helped your career? All those extra practices, did that benefit you in a way that allows you to be in the position you're at today? Absolutely. I think the extra practices not only help the guys that are getting ready to play a game, but it also helps the younger guys know what it's like to go through a full season. They get extra time to learn the playbook and they get to experience what the playoffs are like. So when it is their time to be called, they're ready for it. They've they've had enough practices under their belt and now they're just ready to go. That's awesome. We really enjoy that. So uh, let's get into a little bit about you. Where are you from? I'm from a little town uh, in central Wisconsin uh, Spencer, uh, originally from the Dirty Marsh, Marshfield. Um, Spencer's probably about 1,800 people. Marshfield's probably around 20, but yeah. So a big change from Fargo then, from where you're from to Fargo, the atmosphere is a little bit different. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say the amount of people is different. I think Fargo still has that small town feel, which I really liked about it. And that was part of the, the reason you chose to be a Bison? Yeah, I'd say that along with the relationships I made with the coaching staff as well as uh, you know the facilities that NDSU has currently and what they have been building since I've been here. Awesome so can you take us through the recruiting process for you you know how many offers or big offers or was this your only offer what was it like for you? Yeah so I only had two offers coming out of or coming out of high school uh, NDSU and then a NAIA school out in western Montana um, so, I mean, it was, it was a no-brainer. After NDSU offered me a scholarship, I was dead set and coming here. So I don't think I, I committed probably the week later. So, um, but other than that, no one, no one else really talked to me. It was those two and then maybe a couple of D3s in Wisconsin that wanted me for football and wrestling. So. And your ambitions were bigger than D3, so... You have a wrestling background. We just talked about that a little bit. Could you explain to us how you think that helped you in your football career? Yeah, I think wrestling is one of the best sports to help um, athletes further their athleticism as well as their mental uh, state. Uh, wrestling is such an individual sport that, I mean, it's all on you. You have to be on your A game because anything can happen in a match. Um, so I think that as well as the 
physicality of wrestling really helps with football. Um, the leverage that you have to use your body in wrestling really helps with on the football field too. Just changing levels, whether it's like a block or a tackle, I mean, that helps a lot. And then I think just the discipline that wrestling offers, uh, having to maintain weight all season or maybe cut a few pounds here and there to wrestle at the desired weight that you want to be at. So I think wrestling is probably one of the most influential sports for football for me. Well, wrestlers are always tough, and it seems like tough kids from the Midwest make good bison, so that's awesome. Um, we've seen you catch balls. We've seen you run. We've seen you return kicks. Can you just tell us a little bit, like, what position do you play, or what's your play style? Are you, you know, a guy who's a one-cut back? Are you going to try to run through someone every single time? Just take us through your abilities. Yeah, so I think um, I'm a utility player. I try to be as versatile as I can on the field, whether that's lining up at tight end, fullback, uh, wing, running back, maybe some slot receiver. Um, wherever I can present a mismatch for the defense, I just want to be able to exploit those for the team. Um, you know, it was difficult at first trying to learn every single position on the offense pretty much, but after after probably the 20 installs I've been through in the last three years, I mean, it's made it pretty easy. Yeah, and just the, the repetition and doing things over and over again, you think that helped you um, further your process of being a better athlete and a better player for the team with all these position changes? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, Coach Roll spent a lot of time going through the offense with me as well as uh, I was with the running backs for that whole spring season too, so I got to you know, just learn the offense under, like, a new coach with different uh, teaching styles, too, which kind of helped me with that stuff as well. And what, what value is there in that? You know, playing so many positions, learning the entire offense, how does that, you know, change your perspective of football, being able to, you know, I know where the O-line's going, I know what the receivers are doing on every single play? I think if you know what, what everyone else's job is, it just makes your job a hundred times easier. Um, you know where the offensive linemen's combos are going, you know they have the Sam and the Mike, okay, I got to get to the Will. Or, I mean, it's a 4-2 box, they got the box, we can go outside and get the uh, Skybox player. I mean, it's all it's all helpful to know what everyone's doing. Uh, on a football play. Awesome. So recently, during the playoffs, before the national championship game, the Loman Award trophy was presented. You were the winner of that this year. What does that mean to you? Is it an honor to be ranked with some of the greatest fullbacks recently in the country? What does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty special. Um, I was really excited to have received that award. Um, I, I was a finalist last year, but didn't get picked, which was kind of kind of bummed me out a little bit but you know I got had a good season this year and you know got the award so it's also it's also great just giving NDSU some recognition too because we'd had we've had loads more fullbacks that were really talented before me so I mean NDSU is a big supplier of fullbacks in my mind so you were just the next in line not necessarily the first one to make the fullback position great at NDSU yeah, I, there was tons. I mean, Chase Morlock, 
uh, Bonnet, Garrett Malstrom, Brock Robbins. Uh, Tyler Roll played fullback Ty- when you got here. Exactly, Tyler Roll too. I mean, there's so many people. Tyler or uh, yeah, Tyler Jangilla. Um, so just a line of great fullbacks at NDSU, and you just happen to be the first one to win this award. Exactly. And it's a more recent award, so that makes sense that you know some of the older fullbacks didn't win it because it wasn't around. So yep. that makes sense. Um, let's t- let's take a look at a game day. Uh, game day. What does a game day look like for you? What's your process? How do you get in that headspace of time to go out and do business? Yeah. So I try to stay pretty light. I don't like to be too. Uh, wired up for games. Um, I was wired up when I was in earlier in my college career, but you know I just found that I played really tense and not really free. So as far as like music goes, I don't like to play hard rock or like a bunch of rap and stuff. I I tend to just listen to like country and pop and maybe a few like softer rap songs and hip hop and stuff. But you know I. I like to sit in the hot tub before a game too, just loosen up and you know go out and have or play catch with you know some of my teammates just to have some fun before the game and then I mean the game rolls around and then I flip the switch on and it's all serious from there. That's awesome. Um, do you have any favorite pregame traditions? You know whether it's or not necessarily traditions, but putting the left sock on then the right sock or anything you know funny about you that the listeners would enjoy listening to. Um, I listen to Sweet Lovin' before every game. It's a great song. It is a great song. Really, yep. really pumps me up a little bit, so. So you've played in a couple of national title games at NDSU. Uh, you have three national championships, correct? Yeah. What is your favorite title game that you were involved in? I think it was the 2021 title game against Montana State. Um, you know, that was just the first one where I had a, a big role. Um, the 2019 one was pretty sweet too because that was my first time playing, but I didn't really have a huge role in that game. Uh, Montana State was just something else. Um, the game was kind of uh, crappy weather, so the field was wasn't in the greatest conditions. But you know, I mean, whenever you can get a blowout win in the national championship game, it's going to be fun. And then you know, winning the most outs. Uh, outstanding player on top of that was just a surreal moment for me which really kick-started my hopefully future career so yeah you did a little bit of everything in that game um, obviously you had touched you know three touchdown runs or four touchdowns um, you played a little bit of wild quarterback that wildcat quarterback there on the goal line um, you're running routes in that big part of the game plan you know does that say anything about what your teammates think of you there you know the game plan was around you it seemed like how do you feel, you know, my guys have trusted me that I'm going to be able to operate and get the job done on the biggest stage of the entire season. How does it feel just to know that your guys are trusting you? Yeah, I think trust is built throughout the off season, through the entire season. Like, uh, you see you see guys that are giving max effort in uh, patterns during the summer or a random lifting time uh, two weeks in um, into those summer lifts or you know, it's a Monday practice after a 45-0 blowout, and you know the guy's still putting his helmet on and strapping his cleats up and his helmet, and you know giving him his all during a Monday practice. Like, trust is earned here at NDSU, and I think, you know, throughout my times, I just tried to work as hard as I could to try to be the best player I could for this team. 
So this trust is built up over time, not just first game. we got to trust our playmakers. It, it happens in the summer. It happens in the winter workouts. It happens over a long period of your career, and it's not just when your number's called. Yeah, that's correct. I think um, consistency is something that we look for. So, I mean, if you're not consistently working hard, you're not going to be consistently making plays in the games. Uh, you know, Coach Roll always says how you do anything is how you do everything. So... That kind of really stuck with me throughout my time here, and that's how I've tried to live my life. So we talked about your favorite title game in NDSU. You said it was possibly the Montana State game. Um, we know the fans have a ton of memories you know, from you making huge plays at NDSU. What was your favorite game overall? Maybe it wasn't the title game. Maybe it was just if you have a different game, what one's your favorite? What stands out to you the most? Maybe you had a, a really good performance or it was just a big win for the team. Yeah, I think it was the JMU game, twenty twenty one. You know, semifinal game. Semifinal game, yeah. The crowd was the loudest it's ever been, and you know, just a semifinal game against JMU in their last season in the, you know, the FCS was pretty sweet, and I had a I had a decent game there too. So, I mean, and then DTs. Pick that made Sports Center was, I mean, unreal. So it was incredible. He climbed the ladder one hand, bring that ball in yeah, to exactly. essentially, you know, allow NDSU's offense to win the game was huge, right? Exactly. Now they stall out. Code Green has to go out there again. We all know how the game ends. We go on. We win, right? Mm-hmm. So the JMU game was huge for you. Had you know two receiving touchdowns, what it seemed like, and um, they couldn't cover you. Maybe that schematics or. You know, that's just how it lined up, you know, miscommunication on the defense. But for you to, you know, seize a moment like that, that's huge for you in your career. And, you know, your teammates relying on you to make plays. When your number's called, do you think, I, you know, I have to make this play or you're not even thinking about it? I'm just going to go out and operate. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really thinking about it when I'm out there. I mean, we've, got, we've probably had five to six reps of that exact play during practice that week. So, I mean... We've had enough time to think about what we have to do during that play. You just got to be ready for the opportunity and seize the moment. Do you know when the plays are coming up, or how does that work? So are you just in the huddle and you hear the play, like, oh, here here we go? Or do you know on the sideline, okay, in three plays, we're going to call this, and that's when it's going to happen? I think sometimes you have a general idea, like when you're in the red zone or if it's like third down, you kind of got to – a general idea of what's going to be called when they call it to personnel, but usually besides like the opening couple of plays, I mean, everything else is unscripted, so you're just playing off of, I mean, your memory and your banked reps for that week. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, do you have a welcome to college football moment? We, have, we hear a lot of guys talking about coming out of high school thinking, you know, they're the dude, they're the, the top high school, they're on their football team, and then they come in and realize college football is different. You know, especially at the Division One level, it's not the same as going up against your rivalry school in high school. You know, so do you have one of those moments where it's like I'm in college football right now? Yeah, I think just coming in as a a guy who's never or who didn't really block a lot in high school to being a fullback who blocks pretty much every play was something a lot different than I was used to. Um, so I mean, those first days of full pads when we're kicking out. DNs that are spilling uh, as hard as they possibly can was pretty difficult for me, and I unfortunately had to go up against, not unfortunately, but 
had to go up against uh, Greg Menard, who was uh, All-American DN for NDSU, and yeah, didn't go too well, and the offensive line coach and the tight end fullbacks coach got up in my face and, you know, yelled at me a little bit, and, you know, it was kind of an eye-opening experience because, I mean, that's what playing college football at NDSU is like every day. I mean, it's a physical game, and, you know, the coaches are going to coach you hard here no matter what, so... That was probably the eye-opening coming into college. And, you know, sometimes people say, as a, as a freshman, you're just trying to keep your head above water. It's almost as if you're drowning because the environment is so different than what you're used to. Would you say that's an accurate feeling, or was that accurate for you? Yeah, I think it was accurate for me. I think our offense is pretty complex, and just trying to learn that within a couple of weeks was pretty tough. Um, but then again... I was able to redshirt and play on the scout team my freshman year, and we would do young guy, uh, like a young guy scrimmage every Tuesday for practice too, which helped me, you know, gain a little bit of confidence in what the offense was running, and you know, just being on the sideline during the games and you know watching what the tight end fullbacks are doing and being able to you know recite what that play is word for word, play like the exact play, so. I think a lot of that helps with player development and yeah so talk about player development that's huge for NDSU right because the guys that they recruit aren't necessarily you know five four or even three stars you know they rely on the development of players to continue to have success over success over a long period of time what is a fall camp or double rep you know scrimmaging on Tuesdays how does that go into developing a young guy and allowing him to grow into that role of being a a key contributor later on in his career. Yeah, so I think banked reps are something that helps everybody here at NDSU. And, you know, with the double repping, we have a ones and a twos field. Um, so, I mean, if we run 80 plays during a course of a practice, I mean, the ones, twos are getting 80 plays in, and then the threes and the fours are getting 80 plays in as well. And then we have a whole bunch of film on top of that to help and you know, the coaches always say they're not just coaching one guy, they're coaching everyone, which is kind of correct in a, in a sense because, I mean, you do something wrong, everybody else can see that, and they know what they're not supposed to do in the next rep that they have. I think uh, Coach Kramer also does a, a great job with development too, um, just being a development guy in my first year too and being able to put on that weight um, that I was able to to play fullback here was pretty pretty uh, helpful for me in my career. So, Coach Kramer, the backbone of the program, some would say. Uh, some obviously, would say. he's meant a lot to you. He's meant a lot to the program. Just a great guy to have around, and he has bison pride running through his veins. Let's close the chapter on NDSU a little bit here. Getting prepared for your future, just received a – Combine invitation, Indianapolis, you know, what were you feeling when you, you, you received that from your agent or however that process is? Super excited, obviously everyone in Fargo is excited for you, just super comfortable being in that starlight role. Yeah, so uh, I was actually scrolling through my... Uh email account to look for a package that was supposed to be delivered and then I saw an invitation from the combine 
clicked into it and said I was invited. So so you accidentally came upon this invitation? Yeah. Is that yeah, accurate to say? Yeah. There wasn't really a like a text that I received or anything. It was just sent to me to my email, which was pretty uh, shocking. Shocking for me, but you know that was something that I put on my my goals list since uh, my sophomore season. So, I mean, I always try to shoot my goals pretty high, and you know it was really really cool to be able to achieve that one. Well, that's awesome. You're you're doing things that a lot of people wish they could do um read a statistic sometime i think that said one percent of high school football players play division one football and then one percent of those guys are able to get an opportunity to play in the nfl so you're amongst elite uh people elite uh teammates that you will have in the future um that's kind of it that's all we got for you today we thank you for being on the show um we just hope that you know it was, it was worth your time and uh everyone in fargo is you know, backing you, and you're always going to be a big part of Bison Nation. Uh, we know that. You know that. The fans know that. Um, anything you'd like to say to Bison Nation before we check out for this this episode? Yeah, I mean, Bison Nation, uh, you're some of the best fans that are out there in the in the U.S. Um, you know, I can't thank you enough for the amount of support that you've given uh, myself and this Bison team throughout. You know, our entire football. Uh, uh, lives here um, you know it's really special to have people who care that much about uh, you know sports um, and yeah we're all of us athletes are really thankful for you all so thank you all right well thank you hunter um, that's gonna do it for the first episode follow us on Instagram so we can get out to you guys the the latest content and we we appreciate you guys listening and taking time out of your day to to sit down and listen to this interview with hunter Lipke Thanks for having me.